0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Plymouth Cars presents Fibber, McGee, and Molly Transcribed. The show was written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. You know, when we think of mental illness, we think of it as something that happens to other people. We don't like to think that it could possibly happen in our family. Yet the facts are that mental illness strikes one family in every four. Fortunately, there are ways to treat mental illness, and the outlook is so much more hopeful than it was years ago. The scientists are now looking for new ways, better and quicker ways to cure mental illness and to prevent it. They need your help so they can help you. You can help to speed up research on mental illness by giving a gift to the Mental Health Fund. Money can't buy happiness, but it can wipe out the heartache, suffering, and misery of mental illness. Every dollar you give will be used to protect your family against mental illness through research, prevention, and improved treatment. Please give a generous gift today to the Mental Health Fund in care of your local postmaster. Remember, address your contribution to Mental Health Fund in care of your local postmaster. Your help in this worthy cause is urgently needed now.
2: Well, of all the... They got a
3: crust. What is it, McGee?
2: This is just ridiculous.
3: What is it, dearie?
2: Boy, I'm telling you. What is it? Hmm? Oh, what'd you say, Molly?
3: I said I once heard of a woman who shot her husband one morning while he was reading the paper and saying, Well, of all the, this is ridiculous, and boy, I'm telling you. Huh? She got him right between the ridiculous and the I'm telling you. Oh,
2: I guess you want to know what I'm reading, huh?
3: Well, I don't usually tilt at a 45-degree angle like this. What happened? The State Department changed policy without consulting you again, or are you mad at the weather forecast?
2: No, oh, no. It's our school board. You know them night school courses for adults? The adult education plan at the high school?
3: Oh, yes. The lad next door goes three nights a week. Why?
2: It says here they're talking about closing down the classes after this semester. Not enough students, they claim. Waste of money keeping them open. Here the city throws away thousands of dollars on smudge control, but when it comes to education...
3: Smudge control? What's that?
2: That's a ten-year contract they just signed with the Crumb Corporation that just happens to be run by Councilman Harrison's brother-in-law.
3: Well, what are they...
2: They sell office supplies. And they're going to supply the secretaries at City Hall with three erasers a day, so when they smear them carbon copies of theirs, they can keep the smudge under control with the Crumb eraser.
3: My goodness.
2: <laughs> Naturally, if they called it eraser supply, all he could get is a couple hundred bucks. But smudge control... It
3: does have a nice sound, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: like a knife hitting a taxpayer in the back. If they weren't using that inferior crumb carbon paper, the stuff wouldn't smudge in the first place. Oh, boy, this makes me mad. Somebody ought to do
3: something about this. Now, McGee, watch your pressure. It's always so expensive. Pressure? Yes. Last time you ran down to city hall to put the pressure on, you got into trouble and I had to dig $10 out of the sugar bowl to bail you out.
2: Yeah, I guess you're right. Anyway, it's no use trying to get the straight facts out of that mob down there anyhow. The way they double-talk you and then hand out those cigars... You know, on second thought, maybe I should go down there.
3: No, dearie. That last cigar they gave you made you sick.
2: Yeah, that's right. I think the Crumb Corporation is making them, too, out of old erasers. Way them politicians handle out money. It's a crime, though. It... boy! I guess I'm as much to blame as anybody else, though. I don't speak up loud enough. Sometimes I ask myself if I'm a man or a mouse.
4: i got a piece of cheese in your order here, Johnny, if you'd like to find out. Huh? We can put it on the floor and check your reaction. If you wiggle your whiskers and snap at the cheese, chances are Ah, go stuff an artichoke.
3: <laughs> How are you, Mr. Oldtimer? Oh,
4: fine, daughter. Up to now. <laughs> What's eating a boy today? He looks madder than a horse flying a bottle.
3: Well, he just read that the city is uh, thinking of closing down the adult night school classes at the end of this semester.
4: Oh, gonna lose his job as a racer duster, is he? Uh. <laughs> no,
3: he isn't a student. He just feels...
4: Oh, teaching, is he? Uh. I never figured Johnny for a teacher, daughter, but... Ah, uh, for the... What's he teaching, inflation? Because Johnny sure knows inflation. He can take the least little thing that happens to him and inflate it up to a fascinating
3: experience. No, and... no, no. Hold it, please. McGee, will you explain this to him? I can't. All
2: right. Look, old-timer, I'm not teaching classes at night school, and I'm not a student at night school, too, either.
4: Then what's got you so riled up, son? You're throwing off sparks like an axe on a grindstone.
2: It's the principle of the thing. That's what I'm fighting about. This time, it's a school.
4: Next time, it could be a hospital. Oh, well, I see what you mean now. Well, good. Why didn't you say so in the first place? I
3: tried to explain it to you, but you kept breaking in.
4: Sure, if you just said in simple language, daughter, that they're closing the school because Johnny had a fight with the principal and put him in the hospital, why, we'd saved a lot of unnecessary conversation. Watch it. So long, kid. Boy.
1: Back to Wistful Vista in a minute.
0: Part by part, only Plymouth dares to compare. Plymouth engineers have taken apart the 1954 Plymouth and current models of the other two best-known cars in the lowest price field. They've compared the three part by part. Bodies, interiors, the chassis, the whole car. Get the full story in the big eight-page picture booklet. Yours free at your Plymouth dealer. You'll find the features only Plymouth offers. Take the chassis as just one example. Plymouth tops the other two in frame construction, body mountings, shock absorbers. Get this comparison booklet free at your Plymouth dealer. Learn why Plymouth is America's best buy low price car. And remember this figure $1,582. That's the factory retail price of the Plymouth Six Passenger Plaza Club Sedan. That's at Factory, Detroit, Michigan. All taxes, transportation, and delivery charges, license, and optional equipment are extra. <laughs> Part by part, only Plymouth dares to compare.
2: It's me, kiddo. I'm back. Wanna where she... Molly!
3: Yes, yeah, Siri? Oh.
2: You know what I was telling you about the adult education thing? Well, I just went next door to talk to Lester, and he gave me one of their folders.
3: Molly! Yes, dearie, I'm listening. Oh. I heard every word you said about that nasty old city hall. You just keep talking, I'll be in as soon as I get this load of laundry out of the washing machine.
2: I don't think she even knows I was gone. Sometimes when I get started on one of these things, I wonder just how much she here knows. Here
3: I am, dearie. Now, you continue what you were saying, and I'll just sit here at your feet as you talk and sort out the rest of this laundry, okay?
2: Sure. Now, where was I? I mean, what was the last thing I said?
3: The last thing you, uh... Education is the backbone of America, and it's every citizen's unalienable right to pursue faith, hope, and charity. And if those politicians at the city hall think they can... uh... Why, that was over
2: an hour ago.
3: Oh? My, time flies, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, you're such a hypnotic speaker, dearie. Once you get your listening audience in your spell... I can leave
2: the house, and they'd never even notice I was gone.
3: Leave the house? That's
2: right. For the last 15 minutes, I've been over next door talking to
3: Les about the adult education classes. He gave me this folder. See? Oh, dear. I Well, I was trying to listen, dearie, but, well, the washing machine is so noisy, I... What's the folder? Let's see the folder.
2: Let's give it to me. I want to look through it and pick out a few courses so I can get started, maybe tomorrow.
3: Started? Mm-hmm. Where?
2: Tonight's school, adult education. I've been meaning to brush up a little on my education for a long time now, Molly, but since this may be the last semester, it's my last chance.
3: Well, good for you. I think it's a wonderful idea. Mm-hmm. Sit down here and let's look over the folder. Good. What do they teach?
2: Practically everything. You read over the courses, and I'll pick out what I want to take. What's it say at the top of the page there?
3: It says evening curriculum.
2: Mm, Well, skip that one. What's next?
3: Child psychology.
2: No, that's for kids. Just read the adult subjects.
3: Oh. Well, here's one that might interest you. Foreign currency systems.
2: Oh, swell. Put a ring around that baby. Foreign currency, huh? Always been interested in electricity. What else?
3: Well, let me see. There's uh, history... Geography? Art? Art. That might be one. Put a circle around that. Who teaches that class? It says, uh, Miss Howard.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Les was telling me about her. Says she's really something. Says she's a dead ringer for Marilyn Monroe. Can you imagine a girl like that? Oh, what you doing?
3: Rubbing the circle out. <laughs> What's funny?
2: Les pulled that same stunt on his wife. She rubbed the circle out, too.
3: Ah, uh, then you boys just made that up, yeah. huh? <laughs> she doesn't look like Marilyn Monroe. No, no.
2: Les says she looks more like Vaughn Monroe. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like him, too. I don't want to study art, though, anyhow. Just kidding. <laughs> what
3: else? Well, there's spelling and typing. A special lecture on relativity.
2: Hey, that might be good to know, relativity. Circle that one. Kind of good to know how to trace back your relatives in case you want to prove a rich uncle died that Hold thing. it a minute.
3: Come in. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Come in. Thank you, Molly. Hello, wrinkle head. Hi, Slowball. You want to go to night school? Himself is planning to enroll in the adult education classes at the high school, Doctor.
2: No. Yes. You want to go with me, baby slapper? You could study medicine. Maybe get to be a real doctor someday. Have your own kit. No, thanks. <laughs> but you take that adult education and maybe you'll get to be a real adult. But I doubt it.
3: Now, you can't criticize a man for trying to improve his mind, Doctor.
2: Not when there's so much room for improvement, anyhow. Huh. What brought on this sudden desire for education at this late date, sonny boy? They put in a free cafeteria at school? No, they didn't put in a free cafeteria. (laughs) Nothing is free, except, of course, just the education. Oh, that. I just feel that one can always better oneself, doctor. Higher education is the window to the soul, as I have always said. Oh, my. I'm taking a few specialized courses, just brush-ups, of course. Well, my boy, I apologize for my snide remarks. Thank you, doctor. But I don't think you ought to go to the ordinary classes at the high school. Just anybody can go there, you know. I'm not proud.
3: Where else could he go, Doctor?
2: The college. Hmm? A professor friend of mine conducts special classes three times a week on the college campus. Great stuff. Yeah? The course is geared perfectly to minds like yours, McGee. Oh? Here, I got a card right here. Professor Barnes. Tell him I sent you.
3: Oh, that's nice, Doctor. Gee,
2: thanks a lot, George. All right. This is swell of you to do this. You deserve it. Huh. Professor A.H. Barnes. Special classes for backward children. <laughs> what? Why, <laughs> you, what do you mean? You
3: <laughs> Stay away from me, back. McGee.
1: Wow. <laughs> and Molly will be right back.
5: Hello there, I'm Jay Stewart, your MC on It Pays to be Married on NBC every weekday afternoon. On a face, to be Married, I interview real-life people like yourselves who tell us the stories of the problems in their married lives and how they solve them. Once in a while, we interview show business couples from Hollywood. Just a few weeks ago, we had a wonderful visit with Phil Harris and Alice Fay, who told us the problems of both husband and wife being in show business. Just a while back, Danny Thomas told a wonderful story of how his wife stood behind him during the early struggles in show business. A couple from Amarillo, Texas, told how, through a misunderstanding, they separated and were almost divorced. Their three-year-old daughter began losing her sight, and the need of the love of both parents at this critical time brought them together again. However, not all of our stories on It Pays to be Married are serious. Some are humorous, some are wacky, and some are unusual. So join us each weekday afternoon on NBC, won't you, for laughs and tears and just plain good entertainment on It Pays to be Married.
2: Did you see this story here in the June issue of Radio TV Mirror? It's just fascinating. In
3: Radio TV Mirror? hmm Well, I'm not just sure which story you mean, dearie. Which one is it?
2: It's a wonderful yarn about two sweet, lovable, simple people from Peoria. And by a strange coincidence, the title of the story is entitled Just Molly and Me.
3: <laughs> oh, yes. I believe I did happen to read that, dearie. Seven times, isn't that <laughs> <Not it>? all? <laughs> In fact, I send copies to Uncle Dennis and to Aunt Sarah. That's
2: the nicest part of it. Just anybody can buy a copy of it at the newsstand. That's radio, TV, mirror. Ain't that just swell? Mm-hmm. Good night.
3: Good night, all.
1: And Plymouth Cars have brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald reminding you that you won't want to miss Mr. McGee's experiences at school tomorrow night on Fibber, McGee, and Molly.
0: Follow the Senate committee hearings tonight on the NBC Radio Network.